Ryan Russett back with our latest episode of On the Court. This week, senior manager Ethan Yuso took a few minutes before Monday's game to talk to the guys about his plans after graduation, why he came to St. John's in the first place, and his role with the team. So let's get to it. Here's Ethan Yuso with hosts Tom Connell and John Russell. You running? Yep. All right. Yeah, so um, tell us how you ended up at St. John's. Right, so um, out of high school, I had one I had one offer from UMD, and so I ended up going, taking my one offer and going there. But before that, I was looking here, and I really liked it here, but at the time, I just couldn't afford it. So it was either a lot of money to come here or to go to Duluth on scholarship, so I had to go there. And you're from Virginia, right? From Virginia, Okay. Yeah. Virginia, Minnesota? Yep. Okay. Virginia, Minnesota. So ended up going to Duluth for three years. And then when I decided to leave there, there really wasn't another option. Honestly, I was pretty much only looking here. Um, Just I liked the campus. My mom was a Benny. I had a couple cousins that uh, were a Johnny and a Benny. And um, yeah, ever since I stepped stepped foot on campus here, I liked it. And yeah. The rest was history. Is a really easy decision to good. <laughs> to, to come here. It's good. So, um, tell us a little bit about your experience or basketball experience. Mm-hmm. You were at UMD. Yep. Did you know Jack Middleton when you were yep. there? Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a freshman when I was a sophomore. So okay. Yeah. With him. Uh, um, tell us a little bit about. So, did you come here uh, wanting to play? Yep. Okay. Yep. I came here. I wanted to play, and but I also really just liked the kind of the career track that the school promises with um, how they help you get a job after afterwards and um, just the education component of it was huge for me. Right. So. So did you, um, so what year is this here for you? Oh, this is my third year. It's your third year. Yeah. Okay. So my sixth year total. Sixth year of college. (laughs) All right. Yeah. There's a, what's it? A lot of people go to college for six years. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, doctors. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Not Um, Doctor though. So tell us about your, you you were talking earlier about your major. Tell us about your major and then your career goals. Yeah. So computer science is my major with a minor in global business. And um, as far as career goals, I would like to stay in sports and work with, technology software in particular but right now i'm just looking for any sort of software engineering or software development um opportunity that i can get and did you, did you have some internships yeah i had a couple internships with and, companies that are possibilities um, after graduation no the one i had last summer was a startup it was uh it was called qb reads it's a vr headset that it puts you in the mind of the quarterback and so um, the guy that's developing it went to Carlton, and he knows my sister. That's how I got in with him. But he, uh, yeah, so your team can upload their plays to it, and then you can wear the headset and practice being the quarterback. And so that's just for that's, actual quarterbacks or people want to be? for actual quarterbacks. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. This is, he would target um, like D3 level schools and high schools and that sort of thing. So. Sell it to schools, so that's that's what I kind of worked on. So, what what aspect of that so, product did you work? So, on? what I worked on was if you are doing like an option, 
and you want to either pass the ball or hand it off, you look over there, pass the ball, or you look over here to, to hand it off. I kind of worked on that. And then along with that, I worked on the points system. You can accumulate so many points and those go to your profile. And um, yeah, it's a couple of things that I Virtual worked on. Virtual stuff. Huh? Yeah. yeah. yeah that is. It's pretty cool. So yeah, tell us about is. your capstone cool. product. Yeah. Project. So as we were talking about before, that's um, AI driven sports analytics or AI driven player development and um, focusing on basketball in particular. And if we just started, so I don't have um, the whole thing nailed down just yet, but I would like to be able to create something that can take data from uh, what players are doing and turn that into kind of a training program to um, help them get better in those areas that are that my program deems necessary. Okay, so give me an example. Would you um, plot spots on the floor where they're shooting the ball from like let's say that you yeah. took the stats from mm-hmm. our guys so yeah what i would like to do is have all kinds of stats taken from the video footage or i guess we do have guys taking stats but just where maybe they're most efficient from where they're inefficient from and just maybe if they're not fast enough on their first step or really advanced things like that i would like to that work on that that's really interesting you know really breaking down the players but when we visited with travis Mm -hmm. he talked about and i think luke did the other day too but travis weiss well he's a 94 Mm -hmm. and set the ncaa shooting percentage record yeah you see there's a reason for that but set the ncaa Mm -hmm. shooting percentage at 75 Plus percent, seven, yeah, seventy six point six, seventy six point six. That's incredible. But think about, and but he talked about it was. I didn't want to take a shot that I wasn't going to make. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it was all about shot selection. Talk about being efficient. Yeah, and uh, so I think there's a there's a big opportunity for schools, especially at this level, to make some ground on their opponents with the sports performance AI. So would the AI actually? be able to, through the video, yeah, gather the data that's, that you're that's looking a, for? That's, that's, that's another the goal. thing. Yeah, that's, I'm not going to be able to do that in my project, mm-hmm. but maybe I can use a tool that does that. But, yeah, I was hoping it could gather data from video and take that directly into recommending um, the next course of action for training programs. Fascinating. So, well, this, um, you see this as, uh, let's say you get out you get a job that's not in a company that's not doing this, but this... Can you see this something being this being something that's a side gig for you? Yeah, that you can hopefully maybe make into a full time gig. Yeah, I, I would certainly. Is that the goal? I would definitely love that. Yeah, that would be the kind of high end of the goal. The low end would be I can add this to my resume and look good. I think so. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, Ethan, you said you came over with the desire to play basketball. Yep. So tell us about how you transitioned in and into the basketball program to what you're right. doing now. So I would like to say that I came in and it was all smooth, but it, it was it was hard to, to come in here and really gain um, the trust of the team. There's really good players down there and all, they're all hyper-competitive. So when they see someone new, there's some competition there and you have to kind of earn your way into their into their good graces. I remember the first um, the first time I played with them, 
I uh, I talk about this all the time with them, but I had a just horrible day. I played the worst I've ever played since I touched a basketball for the first <laughs> time. <laughs> and um, afterwards, they were like, who is that guy? Uh, he's not going to cut it here. <laughs> and then I went home. Um, came back and eventually started doing better and better. And then I had a play where I dunked on one of my teammates. And then after that, um, they accepted me. Part of the club. <laughs> Part of the club, yeah. But eventually I grew to appreciate that because it's a high standard around here. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You, you know, something that's interesting about that, too, is we hear, uh, as we're visiting guys, the first experience they had stepping foot on campus and meeting the teammates and thing, and there's there's a pretty early on and pretty solid mm-hmm. bond that gets made as these guys yeah. grow up in the system. So to come in from outside, yeah, definitely, that's, that's a tough. One. So then, what tell us about then what how it's how it's come to where you're at today and how you fit in and your yeah, role. So then, well, after the fall and after um, the season started, then I started to get closer to the guys. And then really that next year when I lived in Vincent court with um, more of my teammates is when I got really close to them and just felt like part of the family. And then um, today or this year, despite not playing, um, I haven't really noticed any, they haven't been treating me any differently, which I'm really happy about. So, yeah. So you're in a, a manager's position, mm-hmm. right? Is this the first year of that? Yep. Or, okay. Yeah. So last year you were on the roster. Yep. Right. And you yep. transitioned to the management yep. or managers. So what are your responsibilities? You guys have yeah. how many managers? Three, right? Three. Yeah. yeah. Three. Well, kind of. It's got a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually don't do that much for me. I take some stats, but Mostly what I do is work out with some of the guys, particularly the freshman bigs, but sometimes I'll I'll put um, other guys through workouts. Yeah. So like a student assistant yeah. slash manager. Yeah. So it was the idea you just love being around the team. And yeah, I just love being just, around the yeah. team. I really just love watching these guys get better, and I like to try to be a part of that. So, Very nice. Yeah. So overall, kind of tell us the St. John's experience. You, mess, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. It felt right. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you get to campus and, you know, other than that <laughs> challenge, right, which everybody yeah, has, yeah. which is to, you're, you transfer in and you, you're trying to break in, mm-hmm. right, to the, to the club. Um, tell us about what you've experienced that's confirmed yeah. what you felt when yeah. you decided to come here. Well, I have a lot to compare to coming from UMD with 10,000 students and then transitioning to a small school. Um, it's just everybody kind of knows everybody. You see people that you've met before all the time, and that's different. For when I was at Duluth, I would see every day I'd see a room full of people I've never seen before. And so it's just kind of it's sub, it's like a subconscious kind of community thing that builds up. And um, eventually, you know a lot of people without even realizing that you know them. But you don't know where all these relationships came from. So yeah, so that strong sense of community that yep. people talk about. Yep. And the and the class size being low, and you do a lot of group work, so you're forced to meet people that you talk to later. But yeah, is there a favorite class or a favorite teacher? Um. Oh, I've had some good classes. I don't know about a favorite class, but I'd say that the classes that I've enjoyed the most have been the ones that aren't required. 
It's weird. I, I always know that these. It's not actually. <laughs> actually, I did have um, my first semester, I had accounting with Boz, and he had that outside um, by the football field. I could say that was my favorite class. Okay. Right. Because it was outside in the nice weather. Yeah, a little <laughs> but, bit different. Right. But uh, yeah, it's just these classes that you don't expect to be fun are because they're mostly group discussion and you make some new friends. So. So are you thinking you might want to move back to Virginia at some point or? Uh, I would like to move to Duluth if possible. Duluth? Yeah. Okay, like but not the cities. Like, I'm not a really? I'm not a cities guy. No, too much concrete. No offense taken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too many cars. Too much concrete. I need the woods and the, and the lakes. Are you a hunter, fisher? No, well, I fish a little bit. Fisher. But, okay. Yeah. But you just like. Yeah, I like being out. Lake Superior and just the north. Yeah. The far north. Do you get out on the water? Lake yeah. Superior. Um, I have been a couple times, but mostly my, most of my family's from International Falls. And so I've been on Rainy Lake a lot. Oh, there. sure. It's kind of my lake of choice. Yeah. So speaking of choices, late at night, you're in St. Joe and you're hungry. Where are you going? Chipotle. Really? There's a Chipotle here? There is. Too? Oh, wait, St. Joe. It's St. Sorry, I usually venture into St. Cloud for Chipotle. Okay. See, he, look, at, he's willing to go the extra mile. I, like if I'm in St. Joe late at night, uh, I don't know how – Bo Dids. I love Bo Dids. I don't know if they're open late yeah. at night, but I get a lot of Bo Dids. Um, it could be our spot tonight. That's yeah. a great place. Bo Dids. I haven't had a ton of pizza. How about Gary P- Gary's I, pizza? I haven't had a ton of Gary's pizza. I've had a really? little bit. I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of – Okay. Late night food. Don't really have a go Maybe I go to Quick Trip. Okay. Quite a bit. So we're here in Quick Trip. <laughs> and your question was asked just about everybody. Yeah, Quick yeah, Trip yeah. has the most votes so far. Yeah, I'd say it's. <laughs> is it a chicken sandwich? What is it? I think that was that was the 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 choice. Yeah, right. I do believe. Okay, that was an important question yeah, we needed to yeah, ask. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it was Kyle just the other day that was talking about the chicken sandwich and the Quick Trip. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been great. Yeah, it's been great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. Um, yeah. You know, and, and good luck with everything. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, Ethan, great visit. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah, really interesting stuff you've got going on. Glad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Be reading about you in the business news. Right? <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. With your new program. Right, Amazing. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you out uh, yeah, on the court game tonight. Yeah. Right, in a little yeah. bit. Thank you for the time. Thank Ethan. you. Yeah, yeah really nice thanks, man. Man. Appreciate it. Thanks. That was senior Ethan Yuso. As a wise man once told me at the game Monday night, remember Ryan, that's Ethan Yuso, not Miso. So thanks, though, to Ethan for taking the time to sit down with the guys. The Johnnies put on a show Saturday for all those in attendance for Alumni Senior Day with a record-setting performance from behind the arc in a win over St. Scholastica with 21 threes made on 34 attempts. A staggering 11 of those threes came from Cooper Vaughn, who tied a school record set by Larry Bassett at McAllister in 1992. Vaughn was 12 of 17 from the field and made all three of his free throws to finish with 38 points, grabbed five boards and had one assist and one steal, which I'm pretty sure adds up to one of the all-time great performances in Johnny basketball history. 
it's at least in the team photo. All that accentuated by the 101 to 62 final score, which was followed up with a heartbreaking loss at home Monday night to Concordia by the thinnest of margins, 79 to 80. Conference play continues tonight as the Johnnies welcome St. Olaf for their penultimate home game of the regular season and then travel to Gustavus Saturday with the regular season finale against Bethel set for one week from today at Sexton Arena right here in Collegeville. Catch all the exciting live action right on their website at gojohnnies.com. This season of No Place I'd Rather Be is brought to you by the Sexton Family Foundation, helping usher in the next generation of leaders. And Sixth Man Enterprises, creating a state of readiness. Thank you for believing in this project. The Johnny Basketball Alumni Association wants you. Check out johnnybasketballalumni.org to sign up today or click the link in the show notes. Be sure to keep those dials tuned to Benchwarmers Media this Friday. February 9th, as 94 grad Travis Weiss, Bob Alpers, no introduction needed, and Coach Smith reminisce with the guys about Travis's time on campus in the early 90s. All episodes of No Place I'd Rather Be are available wherever you go for your podcast needs or at our website at benchwarmersmedia.com. No Place I'd Rather Be is a Benchwarmers Media production in association with Nine Pines Podcasts. I'm Ryan Russett. Thanks for listening. Baby.